0: following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio.
1: Well, you're listening to an Answers for Elders and live from Seattle special featuring the 12 Days of Goodness. I'm Chuck Olmstead, and with me today is Suzanne Newman from Answers for Elders, Joe Tafoya, former Seahawk, and on the phone is Daphne Davis with Pinnacle Senior Placements. Welcome, Daphne. Hello, hello, everyone. <laughs> Well, we uh we've been having this conversation uh, regarding the 12 days of goodness and highlighting the the need to um especially around the holidays uh visit seniors and just making that an important uh aspect of our uh conversation here. Joe, you had a story and a, a conversation that you had with someone that you wanted to talk about to help set this up.
0: Yeah, I was I, I've got a friend who um he's Asian and they've got four seniors, all women. Uh, two of them are over the age of 90. hope he doesn't get mad I'm sharing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I won't say his name. Yeah. But they're all living with he and his wife at the home. Mm-hmm. And I was asking Chuck and Suzanne earlier, is is this a cultural issue that we're dealing with? I feel like it's a very American thing to sort of tuck your, you know, your seniors away in an a facility or just kind of forget about them. I heard a statistic earlier from Suzanne that 60% of seniors go without a visit for how long? They are without regular visitors. Without regular visitors. Less than once a week. Yeah. And, and I don't see a lot of other cultures doing that. And I'm just wondering, like, is this an American thing? What have we done here?
1: Yeah. Well, Daphne, uh, talk about that for a bit.
2: Well, there is some cultural things about that because we are a very mobile, independent culture. Our society is not um, traditional in terms of living multigenerational, so that is an issue for Americans. I do want to stress, though, for our listeners that it's not really a good or a bad thing, um, but it is a thing. And for us in America, then, we need to be able to really recognize that we have to go the extra steps intentionally to be sure that we don't forget any of our important people in our culture and our society. And today we're talking about our elders.
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, as we're thinking about this, uh, just a couple of weeks before Christmas, um, what are some of the, the, um, uh, what's some of the things that you would advise as far as being intentional about uh, your senior loved ones? We want to, in this segment, we want to encourage our 12s that are listening, folks that are listening to encourage them, how can they go about to encourage their seniors this time of year?
2: Chuck, you bring up some good points just in that question. And one of them is um, that we as an American culture are generally pretty generous people when we are thinking about it. Obviously, lives can get in front of that. So the intentionality comes from stopping I know I say this many times, breathe, take in a deep breath, and just look at what's going on around you. And specifically with your elder loved ones, figure out how can I, and I know this is going to sound harsh, but carve out time that is just for them. Mm -hmm. Um, We are generous people. We are kind, loving, but we are busy. And so we have to take our busy hat off, um, are doing multiple tasks at the same time, being overbooked. In this month of December, that can happen very easily. But really stop and think about what are the things that are most important to me. And generally, we're going to come up with family and friends. And for our elders, all that means is giving them time. It doesn't mean anything more than that. We don't need more things. You don't have to come with something in your hands. There isn't any social mores that you have to hold up. Just give it time time, a listening ear, a sincere heart, visible eye contact, um, not being distracted. And for a lot of people, as I'm saying these things, I'm sure you're, you're thinking, well, what do I talk about? You know, how do I engage? Um, I, it's hard to talk about remember whens, or there's family dynamics that we don't want to stumble upon, or, you know, my loved one is removed from my kid's life. What do we talk about? And so I encourage everyone to think about what are the things that bring you joy as you think about your memories, or what are the things in your loved one's life that you don't know about or you'd like to know more about, or your mom or your dad had a particular hobby. I'd like to know more about this hobby. The reality is there will be a day that you can't ask them about these things. Mm -hmm. And so in your heart, what do you want to know? What do you want to have a conversation about? What kind of things do you want to share with them and be sure that they have heard? Now, I don't mean to be doom and gloom because it should really be about celebrating each other and whatever Christmas and and Hanukkah and this holiday time means to you. But most important I want to go back to is just the gift of time.
0: Yeah, and and I want to expand on that a little bit because I live with this extreme sense of guilt. All the time, I'm thinking about my mom being at this facility all by herself. And then I go visit my friend who's got four uh, uh, senior citizens living with him and his wife. And it just—it really bothers me inside that I can't, I don't have the time, and I don't have the capacity to bring my mom into my home. But that doesn't mean that that I don't think about her. That doesn't mean I don't want to go visit her. I think about her all the time. It's you're right. It's just about making it a point and carving out some time in your busy schedule and your kids and your, you know, significant others busy schedule to go make it a point to go visit. And then once you finally do it, you're like, why don't I do this more often? I need to go do this more often. It's not that hard. You put this yep. weird block in place and it's hard to get around mm-hmm. when you're not there visiting. And, I, you know, so the, you the up- guilt kills me.
2: You brought up some really good points, and one is to develop a habit. It's the first time, the second time that's a little bit un- uncomfortable, walking into the, the community of care, wherever that is, if, if they are not in their homes. Um, but just developing that habit. I want to also expand on the idea of that guilt, and the guilt is real, and we all feel it in some capacity. But in our culture, we are not set up with the skill set to be able to have multi-generational living in our homes that's not a value that or a lifestyle that we have as an Americans have developed and again I want to stress that's not right or wrong it just is and so how how we can um, kind of live with ourselves in, in that guilt feeling is to think about I want to stay as a son or a daughter or a niece a nephew a grandchild I I'm not equipped to be the caregiver. I haven't grown up with, you know, multi generational living in my home. I don't know how to make that work.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's true.
2: not it's not a bad thing. It's just a thing.
0: I think I think my mom would probably be upset with me right now. <laughs> would, don't feel bad. You're doing what you can, you know. And I know I can hear her voice in my head and I can hear, you know she would want me to do what's best for me and my family but again Mm -hmm. you know it's still it's just an internal struggle that i'm sure most people go through you know you have this incredible incredibly powerful bond with your parents growing up they raise you they do all these things for you and then when it comes time for them to need some help you have to put them in a facility that can take care of them yeah it bothers me every day but i can hear her voice in my head and she would say you have to Mm -hmm. take care of your family And you have to keep moving forward with your life. I've lived mine. And I have to remind myself that that's what she would want. But still, yeah, I I can imagine, you know, how most listeners out there who have their seniors in a a facility like my mom, they're feeling the same way that I feel.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. You you brought up a really good point, though, Joe, because not only do we as children, let's just Stay there. Have these feelings. But you've identified what your mom's age group would say. And that's an American cultural response. Other cultures will make someone feel guilty. You know, (laughs) what a bad daughter or son you are that you're not doing this for me. American culture doesn't do that. And so it really is a part of who we are as a people,
0: not all Again. of them right Daphne <laughs> yeah.
2: well, yeah, not all of them, you're right i'm I'm making a broad brush by yep. you know there are some cultures that will do that, but ours doesn't, you know generally it doesn't
1: Daphne, uh share with us a little bit about uh some people don't know uh, who you are and what you do so g- uh, give give me a, a one minute elevator speech about. Pinnacle Senior Placements and what you do for the senior community?
2: All right. Well, again, I'm Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements, and what I do for the last 20 years is help families navigate information concerning housing and care for their loved ones, and that information um, can include anything from in-home care to um, assisted living, adult family homes, memory care, um, how do I choose a nursing home if someone needs rehab. Uh, My services are all free. I'm paid like a realtor, and I'm really transparent about all of that, but the most important thing that I love to do is help people uh, um, uphold their quality of life in a safe and loving environment. And I work everywhere from, oh, like Marysville down to Olympia and out onto the uh,
1: peninsula. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that service is incredibly important as I talk with people, and, and I know I've learned so much about it having worked now with Suzanne for uh, almost two years. That people are uh, kind of like Joe, you were talking about, you, you know, when you found out your mother had Alzheimer's, you didn't know. I mean, it was like, mm-hmm. what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> what do I do next? So to have professionals like yourself, uh, Su- um, uh, Daphne, who are able to. Uh, help uh, people navigate through the the system if you will and uh, people to offer that service is is important
0: and the conversation you had a conversation with me, you know, just To know that there are resources available and having someone knowledgeable explain what some of the options are. Thank you for that.
2: Yeah you're very welcome. I would encourage all of our listeners today, you know, as, as you're thinking about the holiday time and, and what is your call to action and how can I be intentional, I'd encourage everyone also to not be fearful of the unknown. Make a phone call, call somebody, reach out, gather some information. Um, my company is here to help you um, have hard conversations, um, distinguish what do, what do words mean. Um, just, just have courage, courage and breathe.
1: Well Daphne I want to thank you for joining me. We're going to hold you over for a, another segment here on Live from Seattle and Answers for Elders and um, if we want to get more information about Pinnacle Senior Placements I think I know your web address. It's uh, this is really hard. It's pinnacleseniorplacements.com. Right? You got it, Josh. I got, you got it. it. I got it. <laughs> and then, and then we're going to talk about more about 12 Days of Goodness as well and that uh, that website is 12 day the number 12 right. 12 daysofgoodness.com. We're going to talk more about that and uh, we'll be back right after these messages.
0: The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to Pinnacle Senior Hi, this is Suzanne
2: Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show.